Hello everybody, this is episode 10 of Existential, and today we talk about the thrill of conspiracies. Uh, but I want to apologize, I'm a little bit under the weather, so hopefully you don't really hear it too much in my voice, but uh, before we continue, I want to give a brief thanks to our sponsor. Alright, so we're back. Pretty interesting idea. Uh, I'm no conspiracy theorist by myself, but I wanted to talk about the thrill of conspiracies, right? I have friends who are conspiracy, uh, conspiracy theorists, whatever to whatever extent they are, but uh, I wanted to talk about why I'm not too into it, right? And it seems as though, just looking interpersonally, right, something I would be personally into. I, before we, before I deliver my point, I like looking, I want to mention two different lenses, right? I like looking at history in two different ways, right? I like looking at history in two diff with two different elements. Number one, there is the textbook way, right? That's number one, textbook. Now, this is all the glory, the happiness, the victories, right, the winning of the war, but very, very uh, bullet point type uh, type view of it, right? Oh, they went to, two people won to war, one of them won, that's documented history books, right? But then there is the second part of uh, conspiracies, or the second part of history, which I like looking at, which is the interpersonal type, right? There's an interpersonal uh, view of history, and clothing, weather, the technical details, right? What kind of armor were they wearing? Hmm, if they're wearing a bunch of metal, that must have been really hot. Huh, I wonder what kind of weather they were in, right? What if it rained that day, you know? You only see, and a lot of people's images come from, the, when they're asked to conjure up an image of what, like, uh, the Spartans look like or what a war would look like, in times they, they can't even picture. You can picture an 1800s war, but you can't really picture a war from the 1300s, right? It's very difficult. So people really just try to reference movie magic or movie, just movie highlights, right? And they kind of see only the big highlights, only, but like what happens for rains, you know, like what happens there? It, it'd be kind of funny, right? The only way you'd kind of see, oh, it rained, if it was, they're trying to do like a funny skit inside a movie, right? If, if let's say two of the, the top generals of the entire army are in a tent talking right and then some some wind comes and it blows down the the pitcher of water right and then both generals look and they're just kind of like just kind of giggling almost right i mean that's like that must have happened at some point in history but the only way you would actually see that is if it was in a context they're trying to make a joke you know, like, oh, the only reason this fell was because someone must have pushed it. Now the generals are going to go out to war. This was provoking us to go to war, right? You only see the highlights, but these small, tiny technical details did actually happen, right? And I'm not talking about just the physical technical. I'm talking about the emotional details, right? What kind of mood was he in that day? Was he ready? Were they ready to fight, right? All these small details. And that doesn't, this is not just about war. This is about presidencies, right? This is about everything. This is about world leaders. This is about everything, right? And so this, so my point is going to be argued through the interpersonal lens of history. Uh, so emotions, number one, right? My argument is that emotions, uh, just understanding and acceptance of human nature removes the thrill, not the interest, but the thrill of conspiracy theories. So, I like thinking of conspiracy theories in two ways as well. Number one is through thrill and another through interest. So, interest. Interest through uh, conspiracy theories is interesting because it is contradictory to popular belief, right? There is a popular belief 
that we are all trained in some way to uh, to to believe right there is a there's a common way to do things and we all subscribe to this common way right that's what creates a that's what creates ethics in a society now contradicting popular belief right the opposite always brings always right builds it as soon as you build a rule the opposite always becomes a, a thing of taboo right it always becomes a very uh like hmm, maybe i shouldn't maybe i should right it always becomes a th uh, something of interest right so when you have an ethic or an idea that's contradictory to popular belief that in and of itself becomes something interesting which it relates to the thrill but another point is that there is a certain consolation and a certain uh, satisfaction and happiness if you will when you find a clue to a to a case if you're in a police case and you're just and you're simply you're studying the case and all you think you have the whole case under control then there is another piece of evidence that you haven't factored in right there's a very specific uh feeling about about finding a foreign piece of evidence huh wait there's a third person here right there's a very specific almost kind of enjoyable thrill uh about uh about finding a third piece of evidence, right? So when you kind of contradict, right, there builds a taboo around it, and the reason the conspiracy and it's always remember it's always a balance. So when when the rule of society is or when when a certain belief in society is so strong, it becomes equally strong and equally thrilling when you have a when you have a contradicting uh, belief to popular belief, right? So if uh, the JFK shooting or, or uh, yeah, if the JFK shooting was a a super super strong belief in american society right which it is having that uh, having the opposite is going to be equally as strong right having uh, it's going to it's going to feel it's going to have equal magnitude equal magnitude of thrill because of it's such a deeply ingrained idea in america so for instance anything else right just go, going back to the just going back to the root idea here uh when a when a, a let's say the belief is the confidence in the belief in society is a hundred like jfk right the excitement and the thrill of finding evidence that it is not right disproving an entire society right all that excitement is going to feel like a hundred right so that's really what draws people into conspiracies but before we continue i want to give a brief thanks to our sponsor all right so we're back now I want to focus on the thrill of conspiracies, right? The thrill is having intimate knowledge of a belief or of a of an established belief that no one else has, right? That's where the thrill and excitement come from. So I look at conspiracy theories and I kind of say to myself that it's interesting, right? That's kind of the reaction. It's it's interesting. It's really captivating, but the thrill is not there because I understand human. I mean, if you understand human i'm not claiming that i understand uh human nature even in the slightest but you know there is an element to i understand that people lie you know it's a very it's a simple belief but it's just that's the reality you know unworked or untouched human belief or human nature means you just lie and that's that's an unfortunate part of reality right it's a gift you know don't get me wrong it is a gift that you know, if we're born with perfect uh, beliefs, then what's there to work on, right? Then what's the glory in being a good person? What's the the goal or the uh, the not the satisfaction, but what is the what is the reason to be a good person if we're all if we're all uh, you know if we all we all are perfect? 
the brain even gets bored when there's no stimuli attracting it right that's kind of that's a that's a theory behind why if you look in a mirror in a, a mirror in a pretty dark room for 10 minutes straight you'll start hallucinating because of a lack of stimuli your mind constantly needs to be distracted constantly needs not distracted but needs to be engaged in something and if you're not engaged in something then your mind just becomes bored right so there's a constant biological need to be engaged in something constant need to work so anyway uh that so i mean understanding human nature understanding why people do it there's no i mean there's no there's no glory in it you know there's just not glory but there's no interest there's no there's no thrill there is interest it is interesting to see that an entire society believes that jfk uh the jfk uh shooting right but there are a few people who don't right and there is people who don't believe it brings circumstantial or even concrete evidence that they believe proves that he was not indeed uh that it did not go as they or it was malicious or whatever the belief may be right there is an interest to disproving uh 320 million americans and what they believe there is a very 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 deep interest there you know but the thrill to say but to suggest that the that there is that there is no thrill that there is that there is a thrill to finding it that uh the excitement is there like hmm they actually lied what they lied to 320 million people that's crazy that give right that brings excitement that's like that's crazy that's really captivating but once you understand human nature just to a very simple extent that people do actually lie and they would go so far as to, to lie to 320 million people right that is not i mean that's not a very it's not a very deep idea it's just it just the thrill becomes a very foreign foreign factor into into conspiracies right because when you boil it down it's just an expression of human nature the thrill comes from uh knowing something contradictory to popular belief and finding out it's a lie and that's the woe effect right that's the woe factor and i find that just understanding that it's untouched and unadulterated human nature at work right cheapens the conspiracy to a to just an accept an acceptable story right you just accept the reality you ex you accept the fact that that's human nature and that's how that's how people operate there is a there is an overwhelming i mean it's it's this this idea just when i kind of discovered it with myself right i just it's one of those things that you just can't get out of your head you know it's not it's not a very captivating thing for me anymore but you know that does not mean that it's it's completely invalid of course not there are people who i like i have a, i currently have a teacher who's obsessed with conspiracy theories and i can listen to him for hours on end debating and talking about it right but just for me personally it's a very it's just it's a very outside external thing because i understand people lie you know there is it, politicians are known to lie the integrity the higher the integrity the more shocking it is of course but once you understand that there is no root integrity and to anything anyone says for the most part especially in today's age then there's not really any expectation for truth and because there's no expectation for truth there's no thrill in finding out they lied so uh with that we are going to close so thank you very very much for listening all your support helps share this podcast with all your friends and family be sure to tune in daily for new episodes of existential